Yo guys, recently jumped on a podcast, it's called Alan Av by Finn Barnett, a really good dude, um, plays a bit of touch footy at a high level, um, at the highest level, and um, and a bit of a businessman as well, uh, runs Flat Essentials, um, and it was a good yarn, he just pretty much, um, I sort of went into depth about things about 138 that I never really have, um, it was cool to sit on the other side of um, of the mic, so to speak, and, and talk a, bit, a little bit about um, my baby, I guess, you know, the 138 thing, so... Yep, that's it from me. Enjoy the podcast. Yep, you're on, bro. Hey, Dan, welcome back to the LNA Potty. Um, thanks for tuning in today. Um, if you listened to last week, we had Carlos Price, Mr. 138, bit of a footy player, come on and take over the show. And I've driven all the way down to Mount Monganui just to, just to use his recording equipment and get, get him back on the show to talk a bit of business today. So welcome, welcome, Carlos. What's up, brother? How you doing, Bob? Not bad, bro, not bad. Thanks for letting me use your mic. <laughs> Probably a bit better than using my phone as I have been. Um, no, so I just thought we'd talk a bit about 138 today. Um, the journey we started, you know, maybe an idea in a notebook, maybe talking to friends and sort of all the way to where you are now. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's it really. Just the theme of today, I think, is just talking about like the power of ideas. So I was talking to Lossie about this before. Um, how Flat Essentials for me and Dan started with a couple notes on a piece of paper and then started with me seeing these flyers around campus for like a $250 prize and then I ignored them and kept seeing them, kept seeing them, kept seeing them and I was like, okay, now I'm going to do this and then we entered it in and won it and entered the next stage and got through that and then sort of here we are today with a company and trying to, trying to get some stuff going and I feel like it might be the same for you, bro, so... Um, why don't you start off with how how you came up with one three eight? Yeah, bro. Uh, sweet. So I um, obviously, as you said, I started a little clothing brand one three eight. Um, it's it's a name that sort of well, I'll throw it back a little bit. So I actually did a little bit of a clothing brand um, when I first left school. So this is now this is my fourth year out of school. Fuck, it sounds old, but old <laughs> but um, my first year out of school, I started a clothing brand. Um, and it sort of didn't have much meaning behind it, kind of just did it because I wanted to do it, um, always interested in business and things like that, so uh, yeah, I, I stopped that because I didn't like where it was going, and then I always sort of told myself I was going to restart, but I was going to do it with um, purpose behind it, and if you see our um, our Instagram and our bio, it's inspired by purpose, and that sort of all originates from the name where 138 is the street address of the house I grew up in like that's a that's where my family still lives today and it's a like a number in a house that's very dear to me so that's where um that's where the purpose thing sort of starts and then I I so I came up with that um I was just showing you before I had a I found my old notebook it's right here um so I found this notebook and I still remember about what's well, we haven't been in business very long so about eight months ago i think i wrote this down or nine months ago um and it was name ideas and i found ended up going with one three eight other names we went up we were gonna use a nala if you've watched lion king if you know you know nala um yeah one three eight ehf i don't know why the fuck we picked the hf but um i have no idea bro i'm trying to think yeah not to be not to be i don't know why uh I think because I used to always think like if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be like I always there was like a thing I went by 
um, but my why. So I'm going into this again with a bit more knowledge in hand and knowing more of what to expect. My goal is to be seen as a fresh trendy street clothing brand which suits my taste. My drive is seeing people walking around in clothes I made, having a platform where I can help people in unique ways and learning more about business through doing... <coughs> I want a self-made business which I can pass on to my kids one day. My goal in life is to work for myself, a brand to show young Kiwis that anyone can eat with the big dogs. That is so cool, bro. So that, that's that's where it started. Um, obviously, I um, made a few made a few teas. Um, I started off with and linking, obviously, carrying on with the um, purpose sort of thing. Something that always frustrated me was uh, animal cruelty. I hate it. Yeah. And... Um, I, I always scrolling through Facebook and I saw um, I saw that Donald Trump had legalized detusking of elephants. Yeah, fucked me off. So <laughs> I about it. yeah. So I made a cartoon, yeah. made a cartoon photo, um, saved the elephants. That was our first top, um, and yeah, po- did that. That went pretty well. We actually b- we were never going to bring them back, but um, we bought them back because a lot of people wanted them. So popular demand, eh? Yeah, I had to, bro. So just to help us as well, but yeah. um. Yeah, we're not going to bring those back now, probably for a while, just to keep a bit of um, a bit of rarity around it. So there's only yeah. like 180, and that's that's all there is at the moment. Do you know about Supreme, bro? About how like their sales method? Nah. Do you know Supreme the brand? Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, Supreme. Yeah. So they're like a skate brand from like ages ago, like 30 years ago. They were founded in New York or whatever. Yeah. And um, basically, their their method of selling hmm. is if they know they'll sell. 600 teas for example yeah obviously the nubs are a lot bigger these days yeah, yeah. but if they know they'll sell 600 they only make 400 yeah, so there's yeah. never enough bro and so it drives that like yeah need and that yeah bro. bro from that scarcity yeah that scarcity theory bro um yeah when you i've been watching the stuff you've been doing with the save the elephants thing i'm like oh, i wonder if he's like doing it on purpose and like one of his like knows about supreme or like the other ones yeah well not that supreme's the only one that does it but they're like real famous for yeah the brand bro and it works, eh? Because people, like, can't have it in their Exactly, yeah. bro. And, I, like, the only thing, one of the only things with clothes, I reckon, when you're going into clothing businesses that, um, or one thing is being that if you sell clothes, clothes always, like, usually, unless it's got, you know, like a like a vintage tea or something like that, it usually decreases in price. Like, yeah. nothing sort of keeps its value in clothes. It's just, you know, you buy, buy a $100 hoodie next year, you might sell for 20 bucks. Like, yeah. So I thought, like, I'll try and make something around, um, like, trying to change that, where, well, obviously, I didn't even know Supreme did it, but, like, um, trying to make it a bit more where, like, people want to get their hands on one, and um, I've said it in a couple podcasts before, that, like, maybe in, like, a few years' time, like, one person that has one of those Save the Elephants tees, and, like, say we got a bit bigger, and there's only 180 of them in the in the world, like... Yeah that might be worth a bit more than what they paid for it. So, yeah, bro. bro. So Think about it when you pop off, like, massive as brand, and, like, you've only made those 200 teams. Yeah, exactly. And, like, people always ask, like, are you going to restock? Are you going to restock this? Are you going to restock that? Um, Half the reason we don't restock is because we don't... um, We want to keep making new stuff. I don't have enough capital to make a bunch of things yet because, obviously, as we've talked about, minimum orders and that, Mm. you have to have a lot of... um, a lot of startup funds to get yeah, to yeah. get all that sort of you know like it can cost anywhere between five to ten grand for one collection so you bootlegged one through eight days so you started with no investment capital like you started with all yeah, like, out your back pocket yeah. everything out of my yeah so I saved it a little bit um, bought my first collection um, and then 
yeah, it's, yeah, I haven't borrowed any money or anything like that, and I sort of just like let it scale out in that way. Um, and I just kind of from the start haven't touched anything from the business. I just put it straight we'll back in. in. Yeah, because yeah, I, I like I can make a living off um, what I earn through my footy and that. Yeah. And so I don't really need it. Like it's not a necessity. I'll use it for obviously recently when when our company so I use it for um, expenses things like that. You'd know about that. Yeah. Um, just to kind of help my business in a way. You know, like yeah, like make your expenses higher yeah. so you don't have to pay as much um, tax on your net profit. Things like that stuff that you know like. Go out for dinner with Ailey, you know, that's a business expense. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk exactly, time, exactly, yeah. exactly. Even though they yeah, never see that. The other day we um, went out for lunch, bro. Yeah. Sort of in between like a couple of meetings, like we went to one place to check, like to get some stock, and then we went to our distributor. Yeah. And we were like, bro, like, ah, fuck, I'm hungry as. And we were like, oh, should we, should we get a feed? <laughs> on the like, business. Yeah, on the business card. 100%. That is a business expense. Yeah, well, it's yeah. working and. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so. Like going back to I guess the purpose thing, I the elephant tea was um I donated ten percent of each tea to um a Save the Elephants organization online. Um and like fuck I don't know how much that would have been in the end, but um on a smaller scale it's something that like if not just the money that I helped, like it helped sort of create awareness like people yeah. without thinking about it people see a save the elephants tea and think like you know like well, save the elephants noticed, i don't even know that all that um that all the shit happened with trump and the elephants right yeah I started seeing your teas and like it was mainly through like friends or friends like mm. sharing on facebook and social media and i was like oh fuck like i know that can't um, yeah yeah and I was like, oh, I wonder what the teaser are about. And then, like, I, I like looked at the photos. And I saw Trump and I saw elephants. Yeah. I was like, oh, bro, this idiot's done something. Yeah, again, yeah, you know? yeah. And, um, like you say, we like, might have made like a contribution, like financial wise, like fiscally, but mm. it's like you've created awareness as well, which is mean, bro. Um, going sort of back to like that bootstrapping or whatever it's called, like bootleg. Bootleg, bootstrapping. I didn't even know what that was when you I said that. I, I think I called it bootleg before. But I'm pretty, it's bootstrapping, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Some businessmen's probably listening to this being like, oh, you're both idiots. Give a like fuck. But, uh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> Stop listening to us then. Yeah. Have you um, ever thought about like taking on loans or taking on partners or investments so that you can get faster growth or anything? Or like, for example, um, I know we talked about this before, but it's just for the potty. Um, like putting collections in stores so you can like expand your reach. Um, with the selling um, or taking on loans, I don't think I would. Um, if you follow us, you'll see that um, one, I've sort of built one thread around myself um, where it's like kind of, I guess, obviously with the connection with the name and myself, it's become a reflection of me. And I think if I was to sell that, um, it wouldn't, you know, people see genuine and people buy genuine and like if you're not genuine like say i sold it out and you know i only owned half or let's say i sold the whole thing and someone else ran it mm-hmm. um it wouldn't be the same thing like because it doesn't have the story behind it like imagine if someone else owned 138 and they're like yo what's up like welcome back to 138 like people would be like oh, that's weird because like he didn't start like he, he wasn't the one that started it and if people asked him like oh what's the name because i get that all the time like what's the name mm-hmm. what's the meaning behind the name and I say, oh, it's the street address of the house I grew up in. They go, oh, that's mean. Like, imagine if they said, well, what's what's the name? So that, that guy, oh, it's the, the guy that, yeah, yeah, the guy who started one for like where he lived uh, as a kid. Um, so it's pretty cool. But no, nah, yeah, like I, 
I've had a couple um, people show interest in wanting to like invest in shares um, or buy buy part of my business, and at the moment it's sort of like I'm flattered by it. Like it, it's cool you would that be, bro. It's, yeah, it shows that you're doing something right. Well, it shows there's so, like something could be going on here, and yeah. it's like it's only been eight, maybe nine months, and to have that is is cool. Like I love that, mm. but um, in saying that, unless it's I can somehow see that it's going to be very good for this business i probably wouldn't do it bro and um like we've talked about gary v before and i've told you how i'm a massive um advocate of gary v i love everything he says and does and he talks a lot about um patience and he says as young people um like 20 year olds 21 year olds whatever we are i'm 21 um your patience will kill you in the end your patience will um make will not will help you not succeed so because we're all so fucking impatient like we just yeah, want everything yeah. to if you think about it like we want everything, ha- everything to happen now you, you know on your phone and you can like instantly like get information like you go on google bro exactly bro and like my, like let's say like i put it into rugby terms like um might attend um i come out of school i wanted to play my attend that first year straight away like i wanted to do it and i did it but you think you like go on three or four years and you go fuck it actually didn't mean anything like people go like there's someone that's the same age as me or multiple people the same age as me that didn't play my 10 that year yeah that maybe didn't even play my 10 the next year but are now playing super rugby yeah and that's all that matters now Mm. not who played my 10 your first year out of school you know it doesn't mean anything like i'm not saying you and i don't know if like i don't think you're the type of guy that who would get caught up in shit like that but like just exactly that bro like you come out of school and at that age you feel like you have to like yeah. nah bro I need it now like if yeah. I don't get it now like for example me I was in the touch black squad mm. last year came back from, oh 2018 I came back from the youth world cup somehow cracked an invite to the trial camp yeah. somehow made the squad to train with them for like the world cup and obviously I had a crack at the team but at yeah. the time like the four wingers that were in there I, I looked at them and I'm like I knew like I'm not I'm not making that yeah and I learned so much in that sort of build up to the World Cup with them and then they went and I was real gutted because I wanted to be there mm. and like I look at silly shit like that and I'm like oh you know if I'd been there then I'd have 10 caps yeah I was yeah. like bro like that's just a number that I'm getting yeah. caught up in like it's not about that exactly bro. it's about the long term but yeah, anyways no you're that's exactly it bro it's just like um we think that our life's in our life ends at 30 and mm. like we won't we have to have our fucking lives together we have to have a house at 21 we have to um you know like we have to sort everything in our lives so early when we actually don't but yeah. like we have so much time like we should be sort of thinking about everyone's setting on their own, up. Yeah. Yeah. Their own like, path and- bro exactly like fucking sort yourself out for when you're 40 and that so mm. like i've i've developed that mindset from gary v where I'm no longer thinking about um, what's going to happen next year, what's going to happen the year after. Five, I'm, 10, 20 years. Yeah, and just not even like, even not even thinking about it and just like, just knowing that every day I'm going to put in a little bit more to make my business better. I want to be better every single day. Like my goal every day is to be better than the day, I was, the day before, like yeah. to be better and just continuously get better and better each day. And then whatever happens happens like whether it happens in fucking next year or this year like whether it happens that fast cool whether it happens in 10 years cool 20 years cool i'm cool for anything you know like as long as i know that i'm getting better each each day like that shit will sort itself out i think that's why you've been so successful bro and like when you look at 
the habits of the rich bro and like people who are really successful in life like not only just financially but they think long term they don't mm. think okay what's next week what's next month yeah. they think okay where am I going to be at in 10 years yeah know? yeah. and that's that's a good habit to get into bro um, alright so just to like just not a bit of an intermission of sorts um, just in case you've forgotten who's on here there's Alan Ave if you're liking it so feel free to subscribe um, check out the potty I've got Carlos Price on here he's 138 um, we've just been talking about sort of how he came up with the brand and came up with the idea and, and where he's gone from um, at the start Carlos has actually got a podcast and this is like against all bloody rules of the universe to promote something that takes viewers away from you but I, I don't really care to be honest um, it's a real cool podcast it's called 138 um, if you go onto the Instagram at 138 it's words eh yeah underscore yeah. 138 underscore 138 um, or underscore Carlos Price you'll see the links to like his his shop his Instagram his podcast real good value there as he says everything's inspired by purpose um, and you can see that from the way that he carries his business um, so let's talk about where you're at sort of now bro so like obviously the lockdowns hit you pretty hard and um, any of your followers listening to this will know all about it um, do you want to just talk about that collection and, and the fuck up with that and sort of what, what's what's all happened with that and like maybe if you've learned anything or yeah so um, basically if you if you watch in like better in video form you can um after I tell this, you can go and have a look on our YouTube. Um, I've, I made a little vlog about this whole fuck up. So basically, um, I made some hoodies at the start of lockdown, and I opened them for pre. I usually open them for pre-order just to offset my my like, cost, so yeah, just get a little bit of money in, so I don't have to front the whole cost myself. Um, so I I made some hoodies. I opened them for pre-order. They were just about to um, land, or they were just about to finish and come. And we hit um, level three and then hit level four in so two days. So you pre-orders before lockdown, eh? like before Way before, yeah. yeah. So like start of March. And then I think like last couple of weeks of March was when it all happened. I was talking to Dan about it, bro. And yeah. he was like, bro, like, I don't know why he'd open up for pre-orders during lockdown. I was like, nah, that's fucking stupid. Like, because he's not yeah. going to get his stuff. And I was like, oh, nah, he surely, like, surely was yeah. before that. So, so I was like, before that. And then... Um, same with the teas as well i brought them out about a week before lockdown for pre-orders yeah and then we got locked down and so the teas were supposed to finish two weeks into lockdown and then get sent here so obviously not knowing that lockdown was going to happen two weeks into maybe april they were going to be ready but the hoodies were ready to come like into the first week of lockdown and i couldn't get them here um the teas were getting made i couldn't get those here either so I had to wait till the end of lockdown. Lockdown was about, what, four weeks maybe? Yeah. Um, and so I waited till the end of lockdown, got, uh, ready to get them sent here, and then um, the teas weren't done. So they fucked up the, over in China, because it gets made in China. Like God knows what's going on over there, but they have fucking not trying to be racist or anything but they have like every month is there's something like so in february there was chinese new year or whatever yeah and then they oh, had some big holiday and yeah it's the biggest yeah fuck up if you don't know about i know bro and then bro the worst thing is is that like for most people like did you know about it before shit hit the fan or did it hit no. the fan and then you yeah yeah bro like having to a few people i know like having to me once as well like i was doing some shit and then Chinese New Year hit mm. and I was like what the fuck is it everyone shut so down so long like, <laughs> and then everything shut down for two weeks no one talks to you and, like, oh. and then they're like you know search up and then oh 
electronics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, yeah, they didn't, nothing was ready. Um, well, they were about two weeks away from being ready. And then, um, as as you can imagine, coming out of lockdown, there's not many flights. Um, and there's a lot of people trying to um, move their ship, their stuff. So, obviously, with supply and demand, the supply was low and the demand was very high. And so, um, it was very hard to get your stuff on a flight to get here. And not only that, it was costing an arm and a leg to actually get it here. So, I think that I I got told that it would be, um, if I sent my hoodies and waited for my tees and sent the tees at a different time, that they would my wait time if I sent the hoodies would be about two weeks in um, if I sent the tees you know in two weeks they would have got here at the same time and I would have paid double the price so I left it and then obviously they got ready to come I paid the um, shipping for it and it, I thought they were coming and a week later when they were supposed to land I got a message saying that um, they actually made it to Hong Kong. They'd be sitting in Hong Kong in a warehouse Mate. the whole week. Mate. And they had the day I was supposed to get it, they just arrived back to my factory in China. And so um, that that messed me up. There was a week gone that I didn't even know because I thought I was expecting them to be here. And then after that, um, I had to um, process my refund through that place. I had to find a new um, shipping company. I uh, found one. And then... Um, paid them filled out all the paperwork to get them to pick it up they they sent it here and um it was supposed to get here a week later i paid priority shipping because um well i had to as well i paid priority shipping and it wasn't cheap and um somehow three of my five boxes ended up in sydney and two ended up here so there was that was the second um shit hit the fan situation and then um they got, I got told they were going to get sent to New Zealand overnight and I was just going to go pick them up because it would be quicker than getting them sent to the mount. Um, so I went up the next day to pick them up. As I was driving into the motorway, I got an email saying that um, they got the random custom clearance check um, and they put a 24 to 48-hour hold on it so I couldn't actually pick it up. I went into FedEx, tried my hardest all day to try and get it, but they wouldn't give it to me. I called so many um, people from customs and I just couldn't get it released. So I came home and... Um, Two days later, it got released, and somehow a mate of mine from school was coming from the mount, uh, coming from Auckland to the mount Clutch. on Friday, and he's just Clutch. like, "Bro, I saw your stories. I can bring your stuff down for you if you want." Um, so he brought it down, and sussed me out, um, good man. And I hooked him up with a just like a gift card to say thank you. Um, yeah, bro. And then they finally got here. It took me about five hours to pack all the orders. Yeah. Had um had my missus, mumsy, and and her mum to help me out. And then um, they sent out, so it was like a real... <laughs> off the next morning, eh? <laughs> Weight off the shoulders, bro. Weight yeah, off yeah. the shoulders imagine, to finally bro. get rid of it, so... I think if you're listening to this, definitely go check out the vlog because it's a pretty good um, visualizer for all the shit that he's been through. But if there's three things I take out of that, or sort of like just three points really, like for you as a customer or a listener to think about when you think about 138, like this dude's gone like above and beyond just to get your shit to you you know like he could have just been like oh like whatever um so like he's been chasing he's driving up to Auckland trying to get this done spending five hours in the middle of the night packing your stuff for you just shows you know like he's backing up what he's saying like he's he's really about it he's really about brand with purpose and he's all about um his customers um the second thing that I've been watching throughout the whole thing bro is that you've been clear and like communicating with 
with everyone along the way like you've been real transparent mm. and I think like as someone who's in business like that's really respectable because it takes a lot to admit even though it's not your fuck up like because you're the person dealing with the customer you've got to own that mm. which is what you've been doing bro so I think that's real mean um, and I think if if you're like a customer or supporter it just it's another reason of you to um, for you to like really respect the brand because he's just so so honest so transparent um, and then I think lastly like kudos to you bro because shit happened <laughs> and then more shit happened <laughs> and then more shit happened and you just roll with it bro so um yeah, well, it's me. as you said bro it's like it's the key is being genuine and relatable and yeah. um like what however you want to think people see right through fake shit you know like if you're not genuine people won't see that and it reflects in your business and yeah. I, and i also think that if you're in it to be like if you feel like you need the urge to be fake about something or um i don't think you should be in business, yeah, you should be in business. Yeah. yeah exactly and people are real like you just got to understand that people are real understanding like i had people messaging me like bro don't worry about it like mm. um I, I even had like someone like audit a couple a couple things from australia at two different times 20 dollars shipping each time yeah and he ordered two different things but the first stuff hadn't got here and he ordered another one he messaged me like oh bro i just want you to know that um i ordered twice paid double shipping but like just keep it like don't don't worry about um you know send it all at once but just keep the 20 bucks or whatever and it's only 20 bucks but he's like but just keep it invest it back into your business like just thanks for like for all you're doing and stuff like and like getting people like that and even people messaging and replying to my stories like bro like um like helping me as in like because they could see that i'm a little bit stressed out and they're like bro there's stuff you can't control like don't worry about it like um it'll come like people are just real understanding and i think when you're transparent you get that like you get the you get honesty with your with your customers and um and the as i haven't really mentioned it but documenting our journey where like we're trying to document everything so um these people are yeah bro they they reply because they feel a part of the journey and they're like they're telling me you know like don't worry about it don't stress about it because they're feeling what i'm feeling you know because they understand because i'm being so open and honest with them yeah and that's where you start getting people that feel more inclined to support you because um because you're being open and honest and because you're sto- telling your story and people are buying your story that's that's where it comes from i don't know if i was talking to you about it or whether i was talking to one of the boys about it but like um and this will come out like completely wrong but you know when you think about clothes and shit mm. like you can get clothes from anywhere mm. and give or take you know change the materials change the slight like it's all the same it's all the fucking same <laughs> yeah, eh? yeah. like clothes are the same and it's just the story that's connected to the clothes that makes you want to buy the clothes 100 percent. it's all about um nostalgia and like mm. yeah what exactly what you said story behind your brand and um like i got a guy jackson thomas on the podcast on my podcast and he did um he does vintage kit and um a, a, a cool thing about vintage now that why vintage is popping off so much mm. it's because people are buying you know story in that so like not only does he promote his story and document his journey like i do like we try and um, do the sim- similar sort of stuff i think that's why we connected um but he is massive on like promoting how the clothes tell you a story so like um you know he was selling a fuckload of bulls kit during that last dance yeah because people want to buy the story behind yeah, the bulls right. you know like people will pay 150 dollars for a 30 year old jacket like 
why because people buy story like yeah, that's i got it um not from him from another one um I don't know if you heard of Middle Ground or not, but it's one of the, one of the bros up in Auckland. Yep. Um, Chops little brother. Yeah, Robs. Oh, yeah. Bro, and I got this, like, mean as, like, MJT. Yeah. I was watching The Last Dance, and I was just like, and I saw the piece go up, I saw him put up, I was like, bro, like, it was like a grail piece, and he's like, oh, not for sale. I messaged him, I was like, how much? And he, like, sent me the number, I'm like, yeah, fuck, I've got to have it. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Have it, bro. It's yeah. Mean. Like, like you say, like, people buy the story. Um, bro, and even, like, when you were saying how that bro paid for extra shipping and was just mm. like oh don't worry about it like keep the extra 20 mm. it's cool bro because when you do it well like customers will do that like mm. the other day me and Dan um, our mates bought a box mm. and we were playing around with tax on our site because um, you know with zero and stuff like how you connect everything Yeah. our import our tax or whatever wasn't showing up as part of our costs or our prices so okay. I was like oh I'll enter tax into the price yeah and then they went to the checkout and it charged them an extra like eight bucks for tax. Uh, Shopify. Yeah, which shouldn't yeah. have been. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It should yeah. have just been like as part of our already existing yeah. price. And then we we're like, oh, like, sorry, like that's our bad. Mm. Like it shouldn't have happened. And they're like, oh, no, don't even worry about it. Mm. Like it's all good. Like just, yeah, take just it. keep it. It's mean, eh? Mm. Yeah, um, that is mean. Alrighty. I don't know how long we're at, but I've got a few sort of like quick fire questions. Yep, I got cool. one proper question and like a couple of quick fires. Mm. Um, just so no one gets bored of this podcast because I want to keep it like short yeah, and sharp yeah, like yeah, real yeah, good because yeah. so far it's been like big yeah, yeah. value like I've been enjoying listening even though I've heard most of the shit before like, yeah, I just get yeah. caught up in a trance yeah, yeah. Um, so my big question is where do you see 138 in 5 years from now 10 years from now um, I'd probably I'd probably go back to the same thing where um, I guess it is it is important to have short term long term goals um, I have a couple um, written down um, certain things that I want to achieve um, it's kind of uh, how do you, I don't know what you call it but like um, something that I can measure against so you know numbers so like, quantitative yeah, yeah. so well, you got some quantitative and then some qualitative goals yeah, yeah so my like I have like a number of like my social media following like yeah. where I want that to be to hit um, uh, consistent um, of like consistently create 40 pieces of content a week like that's my thing at the moment like post 40 pieces of content on whatever platform it is every week and I just got to keep that and then I'm going to up it and like up it and so like hopefully five I can a day, just yeah, yeah just like I go to like I think it's like five to five to eight pieces a day mm-hmm. I try um, sometimes I don't get that like yesterday I only posted one because I did the giveaway and I kind of wanted the giveaway to take up to take the yeah yeah focus, so a lot yeah. of people saw the giveaway so i only did one two maybe last yesterday um definitely no more than one i I'd no less than one mm. like i always post every day definitely um but yeah so the that's the like kind of the goals that i can measure um there's a couple others i've got them written down somewhere but um i guess in the five or ten year period um first thing that comes to my mind is happy <laughs> and that might be something weird no, for somebody weird. here yeah. for for like a business goal but um the reason I got into this is cuz I enjoy it um I love doing it and if I lose that then I'm not I should I don't want to be doing this anymore um it's never been a goal of mine to um to sell this business um and I know I've I've listened to some of your stuff and um, that that we differ in that situation may potentially like you might look at selling yours 
Whereas, I guess just for me, like as of connection to you, bro. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a reflection of me, and it's kind of I've built that around myself. Where uh, I don't know if it would, you know, do the same thing in in the hands of someone else. So, um, so I I like, and and even if like let's say one three eight doesn't um, goes downhill in the next couple of years, um, you know, I'm sweet with that because clothing isn't like I'm not a fashion head like clothing isn't my be all end all like I've never like growing up like I like wearing cool clothes and shit don't get me wrong but I've never grown up being like the fucking um fashion god you know yeah, like, yeah, like people yeah. would that guy like, yeah that. yeah the guy that you know I knew yeah. I had a lot of mates that were like that the that guys guy that everyone cool. wanted to yeah. copy what they wear and shit I was never that um I love business itself so if the clothing thing doesn't go all right I think I've built enough around myself where I can fucking bury that and go sweet that was my first thing yep yeah. and then fucking move on to something else so like I'll, I'll start a business in something else if I want to yeah. like I'm happy with that like I'm fine with that um and I guess yeah as you said five to ten years um I want to be um financially in a good place because um you know like not saying that you should be um connected to money like you shouldn't be driven by money um because I'm not and but if you are i guess that's your drive like Mm. that's fine but i'm not driven by money but i do know that money i need money to be secure and i need money to grow my business i need money to support my family that sort of shit so and if i could find it money as well bro is like a um it's like an extrinsic motivator so like that might be you're throwing these big words at me bro uh, what's that one called bro it's uh, you know it's it's like that two cents you get out of uni (laughs) oh uni yeah yeah. that thing oh yeah, yeah. yeah yeah Fuck, I got nah. uni tomorrow. Oh yeah, for us. <laughs> yeah, in the chat, in the chat, when all the boys are like, oh no, we got uni on. <laughs> nah, bro. Um, and then I quit. Yeah. Chuck in a cheeky message. Oh, oh yeah, hard. Fuck boys. uni. I don't um, go to uni, by the way. Nah, but it's just like a, it's just like a sort of an outer connection, like it's external to you. Yeah. It's like you might be making money, and that might be mean. You might want to make more money. Mm. Like your real reason for doing it is like an internal, like an intrinsic motivator, which mm. is like you know you want to do it with purpose you want to like mm. spread your brand you want to spread your journey and like mm. that's what it's about bro yeah so like for me yeah like i'd love to build up flat essentials and maybe in a few years you know if i'm done with it if i'm happy with what i've done and what i've learned and the things that i've been able to do then i might like you know put that off to the side or like sell it off and mm. be done with it and then as you say bro like Study. go on to the next thing because mm. for me like my my thing is like knowledge bro like just learning and experiences and yep. just learning how to do heaps of cool shit bro so yep. yeah no that's me that's good bro okay so couple of quick fire before we wrap up um, what's your favourite memory being of 138 just like a quick sentence first thing comes to your mind favourite memory um, three two one uh, selling my first collection out that was Mate. when it first sold out um and like I had people sort of tagging us in photos and um and then the like sort of if I if I go out town or whatever, like if I go down to Astro and the um and I see people wearing it. Yeah. Um and I've seen it like a fair few times, but it never like the feeling never changes. Like it's like still mean. Yeah, I love it bro. Like I love seeing like you know, some something that started as an idea in my book to um, me making calls to China and getting these clothes made to starting with no followers and building it up to like 4,000 now and people wearing it as their choice of clothing out 
in town or whatever and I see that I see that like fuck I actually packaged that t-shirt myself like yeah. I can't remember which one it is but yeah. I packaged that shirt like that person's wearing it um, and I don't, may not know that person so like to me that I love that that's I love that feeling yeah. that, that's probably yeah both of those best yeah, that is. okay um, second quick fire question is what's the worst like what's been the most down point of your business down point um, this yeah. the, that whole situation with China um the whole the whole like reason i kept um i guess kept being so transparent and telling people what was going on is because i didn't want to lose um what people thought of our business i didn't want people to think i know they bought a they bought a t-shirt and um they couldn't be fucked sending it and i haven't received it for two months and i didn't want us to lose that like you know we've developed an okay name like I don't want to lose that mm. so I want people to know what's going on um, and I keep them informed all the time and I keep I just want to let them know that you know regardless of the situation I know there's a lot of that's out of my control but I'm doing everything that is in my control to make it happen and over this period that's been testing me more so than even um, selling anything like selling clothes or anything because mm. like we still sold a decent amount of clothes throughout the last few months it was it wasn't really a money thing that um that affected us during covid it was that delay of getting stuff here and the whole process that's sort of threw me out yeah. out there that that was the hardest part but um you know when you've built something where people feel a part of it and they feel you know like they're they're a part of that journey which is what we've tried to do it makes that a little bit easier so all right and final question pretty deep one here no i'm just joking what's your favorite piece from all of your collections so could be your beanie could be like oh uh, yeah could be a jumper what's your favorite one like what's your must have um if you could only have one piece to like wherever fuck i would say i'm, I'm gonna i reckon what it, i reckon i know what it is but just go i'll let you know if i was right well that i think at the start or up until maybe you know like last week I'd, I'd say the elephant tea yeah. was probably the <laughs> yeah. the go to <laughs> yeah um now I would probably say bro I actually think I like this one better bro the um the plain one the plain it's the one. same tea it's thick as it's like a um are you gonna sell them just with like a one three eight tag or are you just or are they just like as your sample teas no no so they sold so I've sold like I only bought in like 40 of them or something on top of my elephant teas so I made um, the elephant teas and I made these and yeah. I just only printed 50 of them and left the rest blank because I wanted to sell some plain teas and so but there's only like 5 left I think they're up there somewhere oh that's me but I like bro when I pulled this out of the yeah they're um, pretty tidy bro I was like fuck these are actually cool like yeah, yeah. Um, that but if I was thinking future as well, like my collection three that's coming, I'd probably almost say that um, the pants, the black everyday pants, bro. Oh yeah. I reckon that I have a slight feeling they're gonna be a hit. Like the the purple crew neck is what yeah. people a lot of people oh, are messaging yeah. me about, but I reckon the. You've been wearing it, eh? Just those low key. Yeah, pants. yeah. I yeah. just always, I've always, if I can cut myself out my own shit, I'd yeah. just do it because as well, yeah, and I love. I make shit that I love wearing, so bro, it's cool. You walk around you're like fuck. I made this, like yeah, yeah. It is cool, bro. Um, I just need those bloody socks to turn up, bro. Oh yeah, 
okay. Yeah, I need to keep the feet warm, bro. I see. Got socks, eh? I see, bro. <laughs> you got your beanies. Um, already no. Cheers for jumping on, bro. Um, bro, main value. Good to have you on. Cheers, appreciate it heaps. Nah, um, thanks for coming, brother. Before you shoot off, do a quick shout out for yourself and and everything you stand for, and we'll chuck that in and then wrap it up. If you guys have enjoyed this, feel free to subscribe and follow the potty. Uh, jump along on the journey. Um, and yeah, cheers for coming. Yo, if you haven't like, hit that subscribe button, <laughs> make sure you do so now. Like and subscribe. <laughs> nah, I, yeah, main bro. Nah, thanks for having me. Um, well, thanks for Gee, having thanks me for in having my me. in my room. <laughs> um, <laughs> Now nah, it's been mean, bro. Um, I got a lot out of this too. I haven't really sort of talked about um, talked about one three eight too much in depth with anyone. Mm-hmm. So um, it's been cool to be to sit on the other side of it. Um, yeah, I guess you can find me at um, underscore one three eight. That's our clothing brand, um, and that's pretty much us everywhere. One three eight on Facebook and Words. Um, dub 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 dot one three eight dot co dot nz. Um, the one three eight podcast is on all those podcast platforms and YouTube. Um, and then you can just find me at underscore Carlos Price. Um, no, nah, I mean, that's us. Cheers. See you on the next one. Cheers.